On today's first round KO, I have a couple quick news updates for first round KO as a whole. Then I talk about uh, the Brewers and getting a couple starting pitchers now towards the trade deadline. Talk about where Marcus Stroman got traded to. Talk about Le'Veon Bell's fantasy apology. And talk about a former NXT champion being close to returning to the ring. Let's get it. Welcome to the most must-hear sports podcast in history. Welcome to First Round KO. I am your host, KO, a.k.a. Howard J. Dingers. And today I have a few uh, updates for First Round KO as a whole. Um, you know, just a few little updates. And then I will get into some sports topics. Probably going to be a shorter episode today. Just the sports are in a lull right now. We're still we're still pre-NFL, even preseason. We're pre-preseason in the NFL. So once that starts going... We're going to be kicking into that um, NBA. There's nothing happening. Really, That all that's going is baseball. And, you know, we are coming up to trade deadline, so there's a few things that I do want to talk about there. Um, but, yeah, once things start going more, once there's more to talk about, I will be doing more episodes, you know, and longer episodes too and more guests and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, sorry for not a lot of updates recently. There's just not a lot to talk about. But anyway, uh, yeah, that that was kind of the first thing. There's going to be irregular podcasts right now um, just because there isn't that much to talk about. So I apologize for that. But um, one of the other things I wanted to talk about were suggestions for content. Like, and not necessarily because I'm struggling for content. Like I'm okay with what I am doing. But if anyone out there has something that they want me to talk about, even if it's something I'm not well versed in, I'm willing to do some research, I'm willing to form some opinions on some things. I want you guys to be able to tell me what you want to hear. If there's something that you want me, if there's, you know, more power rankings that you want me to do, if there's certain players you want me to talk about, if there's anything that you guys, whether it's in the sports world, in the wrestling world, even outside of sports in like, you know, in the movie world, in the TV world and in, in, in anything like that, we can do, I've been thinking about doing a separate show almost for outside of the sports world for kind of multimedia world. If you guys want to hear anything like that, please let me know. You can uh, tweet me either at the podcast or at Kyle at Olson <laughs> at Olson 2K18. That's me or at FRKO podcast. Tweet me your ideas. If you want me to talk about other stuff, if not, this is what we're going to be doing. I'm just going to be talking the normal stuff, a lot of football in the next couple of weeks probably, um, and then NBA when it kicks in, and then baseball right now, and baseball more as it gets to the postseason and that kind of stuff. So for now, okay, let's see here. So speaking of football, um, I will last last year during this, this time of the year, I started doing my NFL preseason predictions. Um, with Connor and this year I'm going to be doing a lot of the same of that last year I was doing about a podcast for each uh, I think it was each division we were doing you know NFC West and then NFC North and then NFC East and then NFC South that kind of stuff this year I'm going to spread it into three podcasts over the next three weeks 
I'm going to be doing AFC and then NFC and then the playoffs. And I will be doing, I'm going to be doing a whole like simulated season. I'm going to pick which game or which team, which wins each game throughout the whole season. I'm going to get a whole list of records. I'm going to talk about it. So that's, that's going to be the NFL preseason predictions this year. Maybe three episodes, AFC, NFC playoffs. Simple enough. Those will be coming in the next few weeks. The first one, the AFC one, I'm, I'm working on getting out this week. If not, it'll be early next week maybe even over the weekend. So look out for that. That's going to be coming up. Um, and then an update on three count review, the wrestling review show. I will be doing that, uh, starting again today, starting this week. Um, but it will not be in podcast form for the time being. I'm going to be, I'm going to start, I'm going to experiment with doing them in video form on YouTube. So if you want to check out first round KO on YouTube, you can subscribe to that. That's where the three count reviews will be happening. I'll be doing a video on raw and SmackDown individually Monday and Tuesday nights after raw and SmackDown. So I'm literally going to watch raw and SmackDown here in the studio. As soon as they're done, I'm going to record the video, edit it, and it should be up sometime Monday night, early, early Tuesday morning, you know, around one or two. So even if you want to wait, if you don't want to stay up, you want to wait until Tuesday, they'll be there Tuesday morning for you to watch. Same for Wednesday morning. I might even, if I have time, I might even do NXT reviews. We'll see what kind of, what, what kind of audience I even get for that. Um, but I watch NXT anyway, so I might as well, might as well do a review show for that too. It'll, those will be shorter videos, so that'll be easy. So yeah, that is the, that is the future of First Round KO for right now. Um, like I said before, if you have any suggestions at all, if there's anything you want me to talk about, if there's any ideas that you want me to discuss, please let me know on Twitter. Links are in the description for all those Twitters. There's even a three-count review Twitter on, uh, on a three-count review page on Twitter. Sorry. Very tired right now. <laughs> so um, let's get into some sports. I first want to talk about the Milwaukee Brewers because the Brewers made their first trade today before the deadline, and the Brewers reacquired Jordan Lyles from the Pittsburgh Pirates. We traded for him last year, I believe, as a bullpen arm. This year, we're, we're acquiring him as a starter. Apparently, over in Pittsburgh, he made the transition from bullpen to starter. He's doing decent. I looked up his stats. It's, I can't, like I said, decent. He's like 5-7. and seven. He's got like a five two six ERA or something like that. It's not; they're not good numbers. They're they're decent numbers. They're arguably better than some of our starters. So like, it's a start. It's a start for the Brewers. Jordan Lyles is a decent running off point in this trade deadline scramble uh, for David Stearns, but it's not enough. It's not going to be enough. Jordan Lyles is not going to be the thing that pushes us into the playoffs. I'm really sorry. Um, and if it is going to be a trade, it's really it's just not Jordan Lyles. If it's not going to be a trade, it's going to be someone in on the team already, or maybe even the, in the minors that we ha don't have yet. But th this Brewers team is just not cutting it right now. They're good, but they're not good enough, and they need they need something to click. Even if it's a trade here in the next few days, and I saw reports. Um, as early as an hour ago, we were still, uh, so, well, the four, 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 four thirty, um, on Monday, they're still attempting to get Robbie Ray though. That's one of their, uh, big pushes to get 
Robbie Ray from the Arizona Diamondbacks. So that would see now that, in my opinion, I'd have to look at the stats, but I think that is a good push. It will help get into the again, the rest of the team still needs to step up. It's not going to be one player. Even if we were to get a player like Noah Syndergaard or Zach Wheeler, who we are apparently still trying to get, just those one just these couple players aren't going to push us into the playoffs. The rest of this team needs to step up. Travis Shaw needs to get out of his season slump right now. Jesus Aguilar needs to get out of his slump. Um, Lorenzo Kane has been in a slump. I'm not sure what they're doing at shortstop. I saw Mustakis there the other day. Ar- I thought Arcia was doing good, and now they're taking him away. I don't even know. It's super confusing what they're doing, but someone needs to step up again. Mustakis needs to get hot, or Grandal needs to get hot again. Yelich can just keep doing what Yelich is doing. Yelich is doing fine. But someone else needs to step up, whoever whoever it's going to be. And, and of course, in the pitching staff, Zach Davies needs to pull it back together. Brandon Woodruff, I believe, is still doing pretty fine. He's still he's still good. Um, Chase Anderson, Chassin, I don't know what's happening, but now he's injured again. Now it looks like Geo's injured again. I don't know what's happening with Jimmy Nelson. Corbin Burns. There's so many issues on this Brewers team, and we're still squeaking out wins. We just won the series against the Cubs. There is potential for this Brewers team to still be good and still make the playoffs. But the way that we are playing right now, it's not going to work. People need to step up. The team just needs to step up. And yes, we I, I do believe we need to add something, but it's not just adding a Noah Syndergaard to the team and boom, we're going to be in the playoffs. The rest of the team also needs to step up. Um, some other names that we're chasing... Mike Miner, Noah Syndergaard, like I mentioned, Zach Wheeler, like I mentioned, uh, Matthew Boyd. Those are all starters, uh, which I believe is what we need the most. I think our bullpen is good enough to go on as it is, um, especially because I think people are going to step up. I think Hayter needs to step up a little more, and I think he will. Um, Jeffress, who else is even in the Junior Guerra, who's been really good. Claudio, who's been on and off, but mostly on. Um, you know, people like that. I think our bullpen is strong enough. But apparently they are still looking at guys like Aaron Sanchez and Dylan Bundy to bolster that uh, that bullpen like we did last year. And we and that really helped last year because we were able to go to that bullpen somewhat early and, you know, even have bullpen days where we just start people from the bullpen. They go as long as they can and then, you know, two two or three innings. And and if we do bolster the, the bullpen a little more and we're able to do that, that's fine with me too because pitching has been our issue. We're getting runs. We just can't keep the other team from getting the runs. So there's a lot of issues with the Brewers right now, but I do believe that this team still has – they're still in a good position. They still have potential. I think they still can make the playoffs. So we'll see what happens. But Jordan Lyles, definitely not the answer for the Milwaukee Brewers. Um, Speaking of these pitching trades, Marcus Stroman, this is why Syndergaard is kind of back on the – trading block I guess because uh Marcus Stroman was traded to the New York Mets now this is an interesting move um first of all poor Stroman (laughs) leaves the Blue Jays and he goes to the Mets who are going nowhere this season they're not going to make the playoffs they're too far behind already it's just not happening they're behind Washington they're behind Philly it's just not happening and I it's it's interesting for the Mets because they've always had good pitching but it's just never worked. And now I get they do have the young peep Alonzo and 
and now a young a young Marcus Stroman, if he can re-sign with them, that's a good base to you know to kind of it's almost a rebuild type of thing. But I don't know their their strong pitching has never worked for them in the past. They you know they have right now they have Syndergaard, Wheeler, and Degrom, and it's just not working. So why go after another pitcher like I don't know I it it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. But you know, getting Stroman, hopefully he resigns and he's your pitcher for the future alongside Wheeler and Degrom for however longer. Getting rid of Syndergaard. It'll be interesting. I I still think Syndergaard's one of the top pitchers in the game right now. I don't know. It's a, it's a very interesting move that really confuses me. If I'm the New York Mets, I don't I don't quite know why they did that. But you know, again, poor Strowman. He, he he's been such a good pitcher, but you go from Toronto to the Mets. They, he went to the wrong New York is what happened. They, <laughs> the wrong New York called for him. And it's just I, I feel bad for him because now he's got to finish out this season. He's not going to the playoffs again. And I, I can't see the Mets going to the playoffs in any in in the near future just because of the, the team that Philly has put together. And Washington, even though they lose a superstar like Bryce Harper, they still have – they have – that's the model they should be looking at. They have a stellar starting pitching staff. And – you know, and they still have all those good players. They have Juan Soto. They have Trey Turner, Anthony Rendon. Those kind, of, and it's those two teams, specifically Washington and Philadelphia. Those those two teams are going to have that division on lock for a while. So New York, I don't know. This seems like a panic move to try to to try to combat those two teams. And I it, it's I think it's too late for them already this season. And I don't know how well that's going to work for them, unless they make some sort of big move in the off season. But I don't, I don't even know who the free agents are. I think, I, I, I don't even know. But I, I just don't think the Mets are going anywhere anytime soon. And I just think Stroman, Stroman, got the short end of the stick here, leaving one bad team going to another. I, 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 that just sucks. I feel for the man. I feel for him. Hopefully he gets paid. That's going to be the only upside out of this for Marcus Stroman is if he gets if he gets his payday that he deserves then good for him but unfortunately I don't think he's winning anything anytime soon uh move on to football this is going to be a short episode I very much apologize for this this was more of a I wanted to get a lot of updates out kind of podcast but I did find a couple things to talk about and it's also I don't know it's just a slow it's the slow part of the year the whole summer has been the whole the slow part of the year so all right anyway uh on to football Le'Veon Bell today put out an apology on Twitter um he apologized to his fantasy football owners who drafted him last year um he <laughs> I uh, so all right here's my whole thing on this I <laughs> he he needs to apologize on the field <laughs> that's where I'm standing he all right well okay hold up so here's what he said because of last year in the whole holdout with Pittsburgh and blah 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 Le'Veon Bell today I guess it was on Instagram he posted quote this is long overdue but I want to take a moment to apologize to all the fantasy owners who picked me last year I'm sorry I couldn't pull through for y'all, but trust me, this year is about to be way different. I'm bringing the 
championship emoji this year devil face emoji <laughs> um apologize on the field dude I, uh, first of all this apology is way overdue you should have apologized last year <laughs> at some point in the season even after week one that's just a huge loss some uh, most people who drafted Le'Veon I would say you know high in the 90 percent of people who drafted Le'Veon Bell drafted him in the first round that's a huge pick to lose and uh, trust me I play fantasy football I play about three leagues a year that's huge to basically draft someone in the first round and he doesn't play all season that is just terrible and they put their faith in him and now he puts out an apology a year later dude and and, and here's the thing now it's going to look even worse if he goes out there and he doesn't put up big numbers I'm not going to draft him in the first round if I see him in the second in the late second maybe I'll draft him third I will you know third on I'll draft him if I see him there still but I it's just go out there this season play in the preseason even if it's for a series or two play in the preseason prove to the people who drafted you or the people who may have passed on you last year prove to them that you're going to be a different player this year, that you're actually going to play, first of all, which I believe he is, but prove to them that you're still worthy of that first-round pick. He might not get most first-round picks this year. And you know what? And that's his own fault or Pittsburgh's fault or whatever's happening, his agent, whatever that whole story was. But he's going to have to earn that spot back if he really wants it. I, 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 An apology a year later is not going to cut it. People aren't going to see that apology and go, hmm, Oh, well, he means it. I'm going to draft him in the first. No, dude, we got to see how you fit on this new team. We got to see if you even, if you know, he's going to be rusty as hell. He didn't play for a full season and he's young. I don't know what kind of shape he's in. He dropped a rap album. Dude, you got to go out there and prove that you are still a top back in the league. You got to. That's that. You have to apologize on the field. Make, make the people who draft you this year, make them happy that they drafted you. And... And that, that that's all I can say. Like he, there's a lot, there's going to be a lot of people who may never be able to trust him on a fantasy team again, but that's Le'Veon a year is way overdue for that. Like, come on. That's just, I think he just woke up this morning and was like, Oh man, I don't think I ever apologized to my fantasy owners. Crap. Like, come on. And, uh, that's sorry. That's just my this whole Le'Veon thing is very it's, it's very sour. I still like him. I still think he's a good back, but I'm very much soured on him. Um, mostly because I'm a Pittsburgh fan, as most of you know. I okay, actually, sorry, need to correct myself. There was a Pittsburgh fan. All of this crap with Le'Veon and now Antonio and all of the, the everything. I think management is messed up. I think Tomlin. I don't know what's going on with him. I, I, I've pulled myself from the, the Pittsburgh fandom. I, I have. I'm fully committing to my second team being the Jacksonville Jaguars. Green Bay will always be my first. I'll never give up on them. And I have fully committed to Jacksonville. I've, I've fallen in, in love with them. The moment David Garrard threw that Hail Mary pass to win the game, that got deflected into the – God, I fell in love with them right there, and they have, they've had great jerseys, and I just love most of their teams. I was in love with Blake Bortles, but now it's Nick Foles' team all in on Jacksonville as my second team. <laughs> um, but yeah, I can't wait to talk about football. Like I said, AFC predictions coming up either late this week and early next week, sometime within the next seven days, there will be AFC, uh, 
AFC conference uh, predictions. I'm sorry, I can't talk today. Um, and then the final piece of news that I wanted to talk about today was uh, wrestling related. Uh, former NXT champion Tommaso Ciampa was is slated to apparently be returning around mid-August. Apparently, um, I don't remember, shoot, I don't remember what wrestling site got it, but someone got their hands on a backstage injury report list, and it it listed Ciampa as ready to return mid-August, which is incredibly exciting. I, I he, he tweeted something the other day about um, tanning, and he, he said for the first time he, he used the lay-down bed. He didn't stack a bunch of towels under his head. He didn't um, feel any discomfort. He didn't lose feeling in his hands or arms. Um, he said he was perfectly fine. He, he even tweeted to give himself a round of applause. Um, God, he's great. But I think that's just incredible. After what he went through, um, coming back this quickly, um, May to August, I believe is around the time frame that it is. I think I'm not exactly sure, but that's, that's just incredible. I, um, on next surgery like that, if he's able to come back to the ring that early, that is, that's just fantastic for Ciampa. So good on him. But the question, the the thing that I wanted to talk about with, with this was how, how, how do you, how does this affect the NXT championship picture right now? Because we know, um, that they are doing at NXT takeover Toronto they're doing the third chapter of Adam Cole versus Johnny Gargano. Adam Cole defending in a, I believe is what is called a three stages of hell match. It's a three, it's a two out of three falls match. Um, Cole picked the first stipulation or picked one of the stipulations. Gargano picked the other stipulation. And if it goes to a third, to a third fall, which it will, um, then William Regal will pick a, I, a third stipulation i guess so i th- but uh, so okay how do you go on from this because do you want there, there's two ways to go with this in my opinion do you have adam cole retain and have adam cole versus tomasa champa so that you can kind of pick up where you left off with champa gargano with champa as the champion gargano chasing or do you just kind of bypass all that give Gargano the championship and have him face Ciampa in Ciampa's return match at TakeOver or at what would be uh, TakeOver War Games I really don't I think the be, in my mind you know my gut my first reaction type of thing is to put it on Ciampa have, have Cole retain put it on Ciampa at War Games and then build up to another I guess at I guess I guess, <laughs> sorry, I'd build up, build up to Gargano versus Ciampa with Ciampa as champion with Goldie. I don't, I don't know. It's interesting. Or do you even do that at all? Or do you keep the championship on Cole and do you and just do the Gargano Ciampa feud without the title? I, I, I'm not exactly sure. Does Ciampa even return right away? Maybe they save his return for, you know, around Royal Rumble season or even at War Games. Who knows? But I think this, it throws a big kind of wrench into the NXT title picture because I know Matt Riddle at one point was in line for something. And I know, I'm sure Dream was being groomed. I don't know what they're doing with Keith Lee. There's a lot of names in NXT right now who just kind of 
feel like they don't have anything to do. And now just kind of throwing Champa and doing a throwing Champa back in the mix and doing a storyline that you scrapped six months ago. It's it's going to be interesting. I, I know everyone wants to do it, and I know I want to see it. I'm not saying that I don't want to see this. It's just going to be very interesting to see the state of the NXT championship after after Ciampa comes back. I don't know what they're going to do. I don't know if they're going to give it back to Gargano, if they're going to keep it on Cole and have Cole versus Gargano because I, I want to see that match before they take it off Gargano or before they take it off of Cole. I want to see Adam Cole versus Tommaso Ciampa. I really want to see that. So I think that would be the best use of it is – is do if he's ready to wrestle do Cole versus Champa at uh, War Games and then kind of pick up maybe give Champa the belt at War Games rematch at whatever the Royal Rumble show will be and then eventually finally get to Gargano versus Champa for the title at uh, whatever WrestleMania will be I guess take over Tampa so yeah I, I I think it's gonna be very interesting to see what happens in NXT. Um, that is all I have time for. Um, yeah. <laughs> Go follow me on Twitter, uh, at Olson2K18. Uh, follow the podcast at FRKO Podcast. Three count review at the number three count review. Um, first round KO on YouTube. Just first round KO. Give us a subscribe. Go watch all the videos. I put my first NBA power rankings out, and I will be doing that throughout the NBA season once that starts. Um, probably in podcast form. <laughs> that video was pretty long. Um, three count review, uh, Raw and SmackDown will be going up uh, one tonight, Monday night, and one tomorrow, Tuesday night, and most likely even Wednesday night. I'll probably put up a NXT one too. We'll see where that goes. And then obviously I'll be doing those for pay-per-views as well. Probably doing longer reviews on the podcast for pay-per-views, doing prediction videos. Um, so a lot of wrestling content is going to be coming up on the first round KO YouTube page. So go check that out. If you're a big wrestling fan, I would very much appreciate that. And like I said at the beginning, uh, if you have any suggestions of content that you want to hear uh, of anything uh, please let me know, I'm, I'm happy doing what I'm doing right now, but I, I very much want to, you know, if, if there's something you want to, there's something else you want to hear, I would be very happy to do it for you. So thank you very much for listening. Um, give us a subscribe on iTunes or Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast. Give us a subscribe, uh, review, and uh, thank you very much for listening. Stay fresh, cheese bags. Getting chilly, who we kidding about as cold as my wrist. Got me down in the fifth, got me drowning in indecisions. Genie, I'm full of wishes, still can't help with the disposition. I'm just a young college kid with all the privilege. Trust beyond belief, so catch me storming through the villages. Keep an image of Priscilla with the J Dilla Dilla. Need another dollar, dollar in Manila. So vanilla with a swirl, let the blade run. Tongue drip sliced down the middle of our nation. Heebie-jeebies, we already had this conversation. Kept me busy since day one. Accusations. Pockets gained a little weight like my ex-bitch. Still the only bricks that I've been stacking been in Tetris. Never measure up because we've been on a different metric. And I don't give a fuck about who the next I fill the is. hole in my soul with Palace Supreme logos. Acid wash jeans, the Vans and the Ralph Polo. Burnt like my tongue after sipping some hot cocoa. I just want to jump from the top and fly solo. Fill the hole in my soul with Palace Supreme logos. Acid wash jeans, the Vans and the Ralph Polo. Burnt like my tongue after sipping some hot cocoa. I just want to jump from the top and fly solo.